Welcome to the podcast. This is Aaron, and this is uh, just me. Um, oh, crap. So you probably have heard about Claudius. It's just me. Preston is off collecting materials. Uh, we actually left that area because uh, kind of uh, burned down. Um, so uh, yeah. We did, this is a little, there was an episode, there was an episode before this, that was Tribute. It will be uploaded after this episode, but that episode was recorded. Like, all that stuff happened before this, right now. Because right now, I'm back, and he went to go collect materials and stuff, because our old area was burned down. So, we're in a new lair, like, an official new lair. Because Claudius died, he was clawed, he, he, we checked the bunker, he was gone, dead, and, uh, yeah, so rest in peace to Claudius. He's a very loved friend. Um, so, yeah, that was a very spicy marathon episode, obviously, none of these things are actually real, <laughs> just don't get your hopes up. It's just the, we're just trying to add some spicy plot sometimes, so, uh, yeah, welcome back to the lair, and we're gonna get to the next episode. So, um, we're just gonna continue because this episode is named Melosius, The Tale of Melosius Part 2. So, yeah, this is the second part. So, get under your blankets, uh, and also, our spot, our, uh, this is probably gonna be one of the last times I remind you. Our, our uh, wait, our podcast is now on Spotify, po- so go check it out. And, uh, yeah, it's also on Spotify, my base, our base platform, and also rss.com. So, yeah, that's good. And, uh, also, our sponsor. Hello, this is, uh, Larry Bean, uh, I do art on my channel, YouTube channel, it's literally called Larry Bean, and, uh, yeah, go check it out. Here you go. Alright, thank you, um, alright, let's get into it. So, we left off with, uh, Melosius, he lost his memory, right? So, he doesn't know, like, where he is, because the last memory he had was, uh, of his, like, being locked up in that chest and being with his father. So, right when he woke up, he didn't know where he was, and his father was, uh, his father was with him and his lost memory. So, he's looking around, and he's really confused. And remember, this is in the middle of the alleyway, and little Timmy mind wiped the whole earth, basically. Because that flash is so bright, it literally goes around the whole earth. So if anyone saw anything with little Timmy, it would just be erased. So they covered up. So the police just suspected that, like, a lightning stroke and randomly and just create, created this crazy wreck. Because like I said, there was a crazy wreck last episode. Which made everyone, like, frantic, and they saw people in a light, because lightning struck, which was actually the transportation device that little Timmy created. Because little Timmy has a bunch of gadgets, so you'll see more, like, more gadgets later on, if little Timmy returns in more uh, episodes. So, yeah. Let's get into it. So, yeah, he woke up, and he's, like, and he, like, can't talk as well, because his mouth is droopy, like I said, and it's kind of messed up. So, after this... Uh, he runs into, he runs out of the alleyway, and he's just looking around, and he's yelling, Father, where are you? And he's like, 
basically almost breaking down. And then there's this one man while he's running around, and he's like, are you okay? And then he looks at his face, and he sees because, like, his face is a little bit melted. It's kind of droopy in some areas because it's not, like, it's deformed now. And he's like... So that he runs into this guy because it's like a busy. He ran and he run out. He ran out of the alleyway, of just two apartment buildings. Like in between two apartment buildings, or just dark uh, alleyway in between both of them. So he ran out of that and he looked around and there was like a sidewalk. And that sidewalk, there was a bunch of people running through it, and uh, crossing roads and stuff. It was just a busy city basically. And this one guy hit him and knocked him over and then. And then the guy was, like, saying, I'm so sorry. And he picks him back up, and he's like, are you okay? And then he was like, but then he noticed that he wasn't okay, and his face was droopy. And this man who ran into him, his name is Lawrence. So Lawrence looks at him, and he's like, I mean, you look kind of weird. Like, your face is droopy. And and then Melosius is, like, was crying and, like, wondering where his father was. And he was like, are you okay? Like... And then he was like, no, my father, he's gone. But it was, like, muffled and kind of droopy. And he was like... But then... And what um, Lawrence was thinking was this person must have, like, a like a facial defect. So, he was like... Or, like, was at a wreck or something. Because, like, his face was distorted. So, he was like, are you okay? You look very distorted. Like, there's blood coming, dripping from your your nose and ears, and he was like, huh, and then, because this wasn't, ha- this didn't happen when he put his stitch back on, but these are after effects of putting them, uh, like, taking your, taking your face off and then putting it back on, these are the after effects of it, because it, it, it takes a while for it to, pat like, fully stitch itself back onto your face, so it will have, like, certain patches that will be bloody, so that's what's happening, so he, he's bleeding out of his nose and his, uh, ears, and he, and then, Melosius collapses. And the only thing, he, they collapse just in the middle of this busy uh, sidewalk. And then Lawrence, the guy he ran into, was like, Oh, my man just collapsed. And he was like, this guy's a droopy jaw or whatever. And is bleeding from different areas. I need to just take him to the hospital. So he drags him and he calls a taxi and he says, We need to get to the hospital. So the taxi drives all the way to the city hospital. And then, Melosius wakes up in a hospital bed, and they're like checking thing, like checking, having like check marks and like checking things off. And they're like, the doctor, like the doctor comes in, and they're like, he has a loose jaw. We need to do a bunch of surgeries. He's bleeding. We need to ask him a few questions when he wakes up. So when Melosius wakes up, the doctor's like. He's asking, like, where do you live, or, like, who you are, because they can't really find any contact information about him, they don't know who's, what his name is, so they're like, what is your name, and he's like, Melosius, and they're like, your last name, and then Melosius, he doesn't know his last name, like, there wasn't really any last names in Crunch Valley, so he was, where he was, and he was locked up in a chest for a long time, he never was, he never knew his last name, so he's like, uh, I don't, Melosius, and they noticed that his voice was still droopy because of it, and it was like, you're definitely going to need a surgery. So, they put him under a surgery. But before they did that, they were like, do you have any money, like, to fix up your jaw? I mean, it's looking really bad. And then, he was like, what is money? 
And then this is when the doctor got a little stressed out because he's he thinks that Melosius is going insane. Like he's asking what is money? And I mean he looks crazy and messed up and he just like and Melosius just kept on looking at him. And the doctor eventually was like just went just left the room and went to talk to someone. And what what the doctor really did was he called a therapist or some sort of, like, psych ward doctor to come and check on Melosius to see, like, how he is and if he's not really, if he needs to go to one, to a psych ward. So, eventually he comes to, to into the, uh, into the pit, into Melosius' room, the psych ward uh, doctor, and he's like, so... He's some sort of a therapist as well, because he's trying to figure out if this guy is insane. And he's like, so uh, the first question is like, do you think you need help? And then he's like, yes, I need help. Because, I mean, like, what else was Melissa going to say? He does need help. And he's like, well, you also need a surgery. And he's looking at it. So it was like. And also the doctor did end up just operating on him anyways, because he was like, yeah, if he did, well, we can, he can always pay back later. So, actually, they did the surgery on him, and they were actually able to stay. They noticed that there was, like, parts of his face that were, like, stitched off. And, like, how can your face be, like, taken off and restitched? And they noticed whatever happening is weird. Because in that in that planet, you can't just... Your face can't just restitch to your skin. Like, that makes no sense. But in Crunch, Val- in Crunch Valley, that is possible. So they do the surgery on him. They put him to sleep. And Melosius is confused because they have this, like, sharp thing. And they're about to poke it into him. But then, Melosius gets ticked. And he's like, ah, oh, you're not putting that in me. Whatever that is, that, that looks deadly. So he, like, grabs the person's hand with the, uh, with the shot. And he squeezes the person's hand until it breaks the syringe. Which makes the glass of the syringe stab, the, the shattered, stab into... Like break into the the into the doctor's hand that was going to eject him because imagine he grabbed onto so the doctor to explain this in more detail the doctor was holding onto the syringe right like grabbing grabbing the glass and he had his hand over it and then Melosius right before he was about to inject him with it Melosius grabbed his hand grabbed the doctor's hand like over his like like over his hand and pressed and squeezed his hand which squeezing his hand caused the syringe that the doctor was holding being put under pressure which made it break which broke and stabbed into the doctor's hand so he just screamed in pain and his hand was just i don't want to even like he was bleeding a lot i'll just say that so and he pulled out the glass from his hand and he's like and then melosius jumped out and he's still at, he's in a hospital gown now. So he jumped out and he started running to the exit. And the door was open. So he ran out of the of the surgery room and he just started sprinting. And then the doctor with his bandaging his hand up and he like kind of steps out of the room just a little bit and he just screams down the hallway, "Get him! We need to put him down and not not and like killing him, but like get him knocked out." So they can get him back on the surgery room. So the security goes after him and is like, You can't leave. Stop now. And then, but Melosius just keeps on running and running until 
a security guard. He's in, like, one of the highest levels. So there's, like, a... So he sees this, like, metal door, which is an elevator. He doesn't know what it is because he doesn't live in that time. So the elevator opens, and he sees it opening, and he's just like, what the... So Melosi just runs into it. And then people just get startled and like, what the frick? And then the door shuts off. And then the security guards are chasing after him down this hallway. But then the elevator door shuts just in time. So then Melosi is safe. And the security guards bang on the elevator door but can't get inside. So the ele elevator door just goes down. And it takes the he goes all the way down to the lowest level where you would leave. But the thing is, there's a bunch of security guards. Right when I opened, the security guards were just waiting at him at the bottom layer. At the bottom floor. So then they just take him. Without hesitant, they just whack him with a baton in the head, which knocked him out instantly. And then Melosius woke back up. but And this time he was suspended in these, like, straps. So he couldn't get up. When this happened, Melosius didn't feel safe here anymore. No one was his friend. Not this doctor, not anyone. If he had to, he was going to kill anyone he had to. To get out of here. He had flight or fight mode. That was what he that that was his brain. That was his direct mindset. He was going he run or 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 fight. That was his mindset right then. So when he was about to inject, his he was trying to like not bite at the doctor's hand when he was injecting the like the the what do you call it? The stuff that'll make you go to sleep. A sleeping uh drug. But he was, like, trying to bite at his hand. But, like, if he was laying flat and you're, like, you're, you would be bending your neck and trying to knot them. But it wasn't really working very well. So, he ended up getting injected and he did go to sleep. So then, he woke up. And he was still strapped. But he, most just woke up and he felt like some, he, he felt numb. Because he, they numbed him. And then the doctor was like, alright. It's all over. Your jaw's stitched up. All fixed. And then they unstrap one of his hands. One of the, uh, Melosius' hands. But Melosius was ticked. He was not having it. So when they unstrapped it, his left hand, the doctor thought that he might have trust in him now. To feel, he's like, feel your jaw. But then, Melosius just straight up punches the doctor in the jaw. Like, hard in the jaw. Which broke, which just sla slammed his 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 fist into the doctor's jaw, which knocked him over, knocked the doctor over onto the floor, which and he banged his head on the floor, which made the doctor knock out. And then he uses and then Melosius loses his left hand to pull out the strap on his right hand, which eventually he just ripped off because he's buff. Because I mean, like, this is just buff. He did training in the in the box that he was trapped in, so you know he's pretty buff. So yeah. He ripped the strap off of his other arm, and then he ran, and then he jumped out of the bed. And then, he left the second time, and he did feel his jaw, and he noticed that it was, he could talk normal too, and he was like, wow, I can talk now. But then, while he's touching his face, someone hits him in the back of the head, hard in the back of the head. It was another baton, which knocked him out once again. He woke up again, and this time he was fully strapped, a head strapped too. So he just had to like look around. He, the only thing he could do was look around with his eyes. And the psychiatric doctor returned.
And the second actually Dr. Shard asked him questions like, What's your name? And he was like, Melosius. And he noticed he could talk normal, so he was starting to kind of like smile. But this smile was kind of creepy, so it kind of creeped the psychiatric uh, ward doctor kind of out. Like, the, I'm just going to call him the psychiatric doctor. I'll just call him the therapist for now. So the therapist was kind of like freaked out. He was like, whoa, that, that is a creepy smile. And then he was like, so do you know where your family is, your last name? And then he was like, I don't have a last name. That's basically what Melissa said. And he said, my father, but I was trapped in a box for a long time. And then I just woke up in the middle of an alleyway. My father was gone. And then the psychiatric ward, he left the, the therapist, the psychiatric ward, same thing, left the uh, room and went to go talk. And he was like, with the, a different doctor, the other doctor that got punched in the jaw. And they were like, well, that was assault and battery, so he's going to need, like, some type of sentence. As well as going to sent to an insane asylum. Because they're like, this guy is crazy. There's no way this guy is actually, like, real. Right? Like, like this. But then, the therapist was kind of believing. He was like, there was no signs of lying. Because the therapist would, therapists are good at these things. They're able to tell if someone's lying or, like, in stress or, you know, things like that. They, they're, they can easily read people. And they were, and he was like, well, it didn't really seem like he was lying. Like, it could have been, like, a kidnap, you know, because he said he was stuck in a box for a long time. And then he woke up, like, he could have got knocked out and his his father might still be kidnapped or dead. So they were like, yeah, that's true. But he's also still needs to be sentenced because, I mean, he did assault a doctor. And tried to escape and, yeah, refused. And so he has a, he has some pretty bad things. So the next day he was took into court. They took him to court. And eventually he didn't, he was actually, they eventually actually, but actually the doctor actually didn't decide to press charges whatsoever. Like even though he got battered, like he was like, don't do this. Do not put him under law. Like, it's completely fine. And some people were, like, kind of take the, like, are you sure? Like, this guy should be, like, getting a sentence or something. But they're like, no, no it's fine. He's going to be sent into, like, a psychiatric ward anyways. So that was basically his punishment, getting sent to a psychiatric ward. And most of had no clue what was going on. He was still clueless, like, and confused. Like, he was like, I still have no clue where I am. But he did explain the story to the this person. And he actually felt comfortable with this therapist. Because this wasn't the person, the same person who strapped him up and put him in all these things. She's just been, it's a girl too. And she's just been asking questions and trying to help her, him. So, Melosius feels kind of comfortable around this therapist. Until he's drugged again by the same doctor. But this time he can't fight back, so he's just drugged. And he wakes up. And they're like, wakes up in like this moving vehicle and he's like, oh, he's never been in a vehicle. So he's just confused. Like, what is even like, what even is this car? Like, what is this? And he keeps on getting shoveled around and moved there, like banged against and moved around. He's like, oh, what the frick? And he just keeps on banging and like, but he's in like a, uh, one of those like bed things that he's just strapped in it. And 
still, and he's still in, like, a, a hospital gown, and then, the front, the back, it's, like, a big truck, so the back doors open, it would be, like, some type of ambulance, you know, so the, the back doors of it just open, and then they pull him out of the, of the, uh, they pull him out of the truck, and then they take, and they start rolling him, and the lights are passing his eyes, and he does, and he's just, like, looking at the sky right now, and he, uh, he eventually, they roll him up, and into the psychiatric ward building, and eventually, they're, like, they unstrap, they unstrap him, and then they take him, and kind of, like, help him limp to kind of help him walk, because he's still kind of drugged and kind of, like, just drowsy, because these drugs were terrible, because this is going to show you the terrors of the psychiatric ward. So he was taken to the psychiatric ward, and he was thrown into jail. And he was like, please, please, I don't want to... He was crying the whole time, because he was just confused and, like, terrified, So they th and he was so drowsy. So they threw him into the cell, and they locked him up. Because this place was more terrifying than any psychiatric ward. The therapist was going to be the worst of it all. She might have been so kind and happy, but she is going to be the evil one. That's the end of this, uh, that's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed part three coming soon. This will probably be a more than a part, a three part series. This will actually probably be a pretty long series. I'm enjoying it so far, honestly. I like it more than seven days. I don't know how you feel, so just tell me about it. And if you're on Podvine, you can, so how about you just hop on Podvine and comment on Podvine. Because Podvine, you, you're allowed to comment on my episodes, so you should definitely do that. So, yeah, check you out later. I'll see you later. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll see you in a bit. Bye-bye.